0: Hey Nelson, alcoholic addict. That is not my real name. That's a pen name that I use here for my newsletter. LOL, sober. Uh, I have been thinking a lot recently about the relationship between my social media use and my addictive personality. Uh, I do not do much social media, but I, I do. I have a profile on almost every platform, and I do check them, you know, every day. Um, I'll tweet out a link to this very newsletter that, I, that you're reading or listening to right now. I will post it on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, and I will get excited if there are a bunch of retweets or new followers or friend requests. So, so I am on social media, but I have decided to be more of an observer than, as a, than be a participant, and that's not an accident. Um, some people can do social media. I, I can't. I tried. I, it's not social media's fault. It's me. It says more about me than it does Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Um, I dabbled in posting a lot on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, but I found myself trying to get likes and uh, friend requests. and I would overreact positively or negatively based on who retweeted me or gave me a heart emoji and I just ended up finding it very similar to the way my brain reacted um, to drugs and alcohol. It was very addictive, and I would notice when a post or a picture wouldn't get any traction, and then I would notice that my my mood was affected, and I was kind of getting high off of it or or kind of getting low off of it. It was really impacting me. Again, I think there's lots of people out there who love social media and get a lot out of it, and... I see the good it does for some people. It's a great way to stay connected, and uh, I won't. I won't uh, describe social media to people. Everybody knows what it is. I, I'm just not one of those people. Um, I just can't do a lot of it. Um, I can't do, I can't do any kind of mood altering things. You know that certainly includes substances. I cannot take mood altering drugs um, at all. Uh, but I also can't do some other behaviors that I find mood altering. And I would include social media as something for me that was starting to be a corrosive force in my life. Um, one other big thing about social media that I, that, that I caught myself being pretty fake and I, I've spent too much of my life doing that before and after I got sober, I would pretend to be stuff that I am not, you know, as a kid, I wanted to be a jock around the jocks and I wanted to be a brainiac around the smart kids and I wanted to be a badass around the tough kids. And, you know, when I was with the rowdy kids who always had detention, I wanted to be a troublemaker too. And so I would try to, I would just keep going and I would come up with, you know, you could come up with any kind of kid and I was always trying to chameleon myself into that around those kids. And, um, you know, as I think back, I get tired just, Typing up the list. Cause I, it was like a lot of different fake personalities and that carried into college and then young adulthood. It was just, I felt like I was, it was a scam. You know, I was filtering my outsides before you could actually filter your outsides on Instagram. <laughs> I was doing it in my regular life. And uh, I, it popped up for me a lot. I've been thinking about it for a couple of months, uh, because of April 1st, April Fool's Day, um, on April Fool's Day every year, lots of people who are serious 364 days of the year, they start posting jokes and pranks and, um, you know, especially people in the media, you know, and th- that are taken seriously all the time. And, and, um, So then because of that, there's also lots of other people on April 1st that are going to say like, hey, be careful. Don't trust what you're seeing on social media today. So if if there is something serious, you're not sure if it's real or not. and It just – it dawned on me that maybe you shouldn't trust everything you see on social media on any day, not just April 1st. (laughs) And that speaks to the way that I had used social media. I just was using it as a way to look to be cool. I wanted you to think I was cool, you know? I remember, I'll give you one specific example. I remember before I pulled the plug on most of my social media life, um, I posted a picture once of my family at a pumpkin patch in Connecticut. And I think about that photo a lot because the reality of that photo and then the words that I typed about that photo, completely different, completely different. The photo was me, my wife, and my three kids smiling, oh well, it was a beautiful fall day, and we're all standing there holding pumpkins at the pumpkin patch. And I wrote a typical dad post about how I just spent a wonderful afternoon picking out the perfect pumpkin with my awesome family. Blah 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 blah. You've seen a million posts like that. And some of that was true, especially when I look back at the photo, like yay, oh look at that, look how nice that is, look at that. But but here's the truth about the photo in the moment. I was annoyed. That I had to go. I was annoyed that I had to leave the TV and miss three hours of college football on a Saturday afternoon to hang out with my family. How dare you! Uh, <laughs> I I was sweaty, very sweaty because I overdressed. Uh, it was like 65 degree day, and uh, you know that's fine. I wore a sweatshirt and everything, but then I had to lug carry kids around. I had to lug pumpkins around. And i was super sweaty and gross and. I also was in incredible pain because I have, because of my foot issues, I have a limit. I can do about like 30 minutes of walking, and then it's all downhill from there, and that affects how my mood, it affects, even if I have fun, it affects the amount of fun I can have, and so I had like 30 minutes of walking that I can do, and I did like two hours with, while carrying giant pumpkins, and so by the time we asked someone to take a picture of us i wanted to print that photo out light it on fire and launch it into toward mars <laughs> but but instead you know i posted it on facebook later that night and wrote about what a fantastic day at the pumpkin patch i had just experienced i you know dad of the year look at me the photo it worked the photo got a bunch of likes and my kids sometimes will see that picture on my phone or my wife has a copy, and we'll all smile about it. So that's good. But I didn't love what that whole process did to my insides. So that that was one of the last photos I did that w- that was like that. And I just I just haven't found that it feeds my spiritual condition in a helpful way. So so I'm out for the most part. I am out on social media. Uh, I still like looking at other people's social feeds quite a bit. So I'll be on there. I'll just be lurking. I'll be hiding in the background. Um, <laughs> but, hey, I was thinking it's it's late July. I'm, that means I'm about six or eight weeks away from getting asked to go to a pumpkin patch and skipping the uh, noon college football game. So it's entirely possible <laughs> in two months I end up posting a stream of photos that are complete bullshit. But <laughs> for now, I'm just going to do it one day at a time. I'm just going to stay off for, for a while. We'll see how it goes. Thanks for letting me share.